0: You're listening to a Countout Podcast.
1: You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop.
0: Everybody and welcome to System Check, the only weekly AEW analytics show. I am Ryan Knightsey, your host, and with me today on this special sort of like uh, year in review, sort of like uh, analyzing stats of whatever of the year uh, uh, on this special uh, uh, Christmas week episode of System Check is none other than my favorite guest, Craig from Pro Wrestling Musings. Craig, how are you doing?
1: Uh, fine thanks favorite guest only guest
0: Craig you got the award <laughs> i'll take <laughs> the award away if you don't want it
1: <laughs> such a prestigious award as well
0: hey well chris samsa hasn't gotten on here yet so that's that you're you're in the you're in the running so far
1: oh he's he's probably too important these days
0: oh yeah he's hanging out with kevin kelly out in the tokyo dome and <laughs> Anyways, anyways <laughs> <that is>, already <laughs> tangents aside, uh yeah, thank you everybody for joining us on this episode of system check, like I said, it's a little bit of a a little bit of a a year in review about a e w of course they had there's no episode Christmas day episode coming out um or even uh i guess no is the next week, yeah, next week is January first, so there's no yes, Christmas week course. episode. They're coming back next week. So uh, we're just sort of we wanted to take this time to sort of talk about, look over how AEW has been um, the past year since it's pretty much almost been a full year um, for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And if you if you go on Twitter, you will discover that AEW is both amazing and the worst thing to have ever existed.
0: That I mean, that just describes all wrestling at the moment. It feels all of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The, oh man, <laughs> the the Twitter wars are are igniting across the board. Um, but we wanted to focus again. We're not going to focus on NXT. Uh, we're not going to focus on on New Japan. We're focusing on AEW today. So let's, m- Craig. Before we start off, let's let's talk. Let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, some of the highlights, I guess, oh, of all Elite wrestling in the past year. So I'll throw it over to you first. What has been for you personally what has some been been some of the highlights um coming out of all elite wrestling
1: um Cody Rhodes versus Chris Jericho was incredible and um, the feuds from from start to finish really the the Cody promo was incredible um the the what would you call it the sky box the v i p box with the the punching through the glass with m g f scarf scarf um, was a great moment and then Jericho's really sarcastic um, video package where he um, just just <laughs> mocked mocked <laughs> Cody repeatedly and compared um, Cody's really emotional, nice video and just turned it into his quest to find the best bubbly available. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my favorite in the match. The match was just an emotional an emotional roller coaster um with with that finish that finish
0: if i can expand on that like Mm. one of the highlights through me for me has just pull point to one person chris jericho uh he's been a highlight of this promotion my what i wrote down was his quest to elevate stars um whether it be uh through darby allen scorpio sky jungle boy Uh, he he is using his cachet to help uh, bring up everyone else and elevate everyone else Um, having an amazing uh, storyline build whatever you want to call it with Cody Um, having a pretty decent I guess build as much as it could have been with Hangman Adam Page I think he played his part in it Um, a great great, uh, sort of rivalry of Kenny Omega with a little bit there um and And the things he's been lately doing with moxley uh, i i greatly enjoyed the moxley Jericho promo, where Jericho just sort of treated him like a wild animal uh, Wait, just...
1: yeah, yeah, and then the the list
0: um or, sorry would... excuse me, Craig, not the list
1: oh sorry, 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 yes, of course, the lexicon, the lexicon, of course meaning Greek for list of names <laughs> excalibur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I think Jericho has just had an amazing, uh, pivotal yeah, yeah, it's run. Yeah, has been brilliant. Um,
1: it has been brilliant. It was interesting. I think it was uh, Michael Sidgwick, who does What Culture, was saying that um, Chris Jericho is getting towards being too good to be the big heel. Like, he's just too good on the mic. He's too He's too amusing. He's too clever. He's kind of being to toe the line between, you know, just being cheered because he's entertaining
0: interesting i never thought of that but at the same time he still gets booze but you are right Mm -hmm. he is he's doing a lot of great stuff that interesting okay i never thought about that but yeah i mean that's and i think that's just I, i i think that's relatively a positive um you know like being able to be it's not go away heat it's we recognize what you're doing is amazing. Yes. So part yes. of us oh, are yes. going to cheer, yeah, yeah. but also part of us are going to play into what that's you're doing. Often, and that's
1: often what happens with heels. They, when, when they're good, they, they, you know, they end up getting cheered and have to turn almost.
0: I mean, yeah, that, and then that, that's kind of like what AEW has also done kind of best is I would say when they do play in that space. I mean, uh, one example I can pull from is like Lucha brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they've, they've been playing more heel but they're definitely playing within the space of like well they're getting cheered and booed so we'll just you know throw it up to the audience to decide whether to cheer or boo them
1: yeah um, yeah which is good sports i suppose
0: yeah it, that's the that's one of my other highlights for aew is uh allowing um really just like it feels like to don't want to say the fans decide but really like allowing just it like there's no hard and fast heel face you know and in other companies it's like you turn heel you only do bad things now yeah team up with the bad guys
1: yeah Um, page page is a really good example for that this week
0: oh yeah it is a great example um even when you you start doing some bad things your outlook has changed you have you know these other relationships that you've thought over, it's like you know if Paige turned heel, it's like what now he's going to team with Chris Jericho, that'd be bonkers, yeah, yeah, but that's a that's one thing that I've really liked. Any other highlights for you, uh Craig
1: um what else did I have um John I mean the obvious one is John moxley um he's been unleashed. you keep seeing people talk about him being unleashed, and he really has he's been. Um I, I he he gives the impression that a lot of the stuff he's doing comes from him. It's very much his character. Um the crowd go bananas when he comes out of when he comes out of the crowd in the old kind of old kind of shield manner, which I don't really feel like gets pointed out that much. He's kind of doing the shield entrance. Um
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just it's just not something I've ever seen pointed out. Um and yeah, just kind of he, he looks threatening, he looks a big deal, he's got jericho um running away from him he's He's been very very entertaining um I also really like the tag tournament. I think that's maybe the most sports based thing they've done um, yeah, yeah, just more more of those things
0: yeah, one of my other highlights, I guess is maybe more of the initial push, I guess you could say, but that push to be more sports centric yes. um, focus on rankings and records however big or small that focus may be um, uh, uh, a, a big moment on these tournaments. Um, I wish they, I hope they can do more tournaments in the future. Yes.
1: yes. More tournaments is good.
0: I would love a, a, one thing they could do easily is a women's tournament, honestly.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why they like rio has been off TV for ages. Why not? Why not do that now?
0: I think that would be, Maybe it was too soon after the tag team tournament, but if you're coming in the new new year and you, well, I guess after the Chris Statlander, since she is the now yeah. official normal contender, I think do a tournament. I, I think a yeah, tournament yeah, might be the right time. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. People like tournaments.
0: Yeah. But uh, that, that initial push definitely to be more sports centric and focus on yeah, yeah, yeah. less, maybe less goofiness um and all these things uh, and i guess on that goofiness note uh let's start talking a little bit about our lowlights of aew the past year um craig i'll throw it to you first i'll throw it to you on this one first i feel like you have a couple um,
1: um i i have a really big issue with um i don't know i think it's maybe expectations but when when you're saying we're sports centric and you know, your your adverts on TV says a new wrestling league. I, I'm interested to to see what a wrestling league actually is because um, living, in, living in Britain and being very into football, um, a, a league is when you go up and down a league and there's a set point where it ends and then the winner gets something. You know, Hikaru Shida was number one contender a couple of weeks ago by getting to the top of the rankings, um, didn't get anything for it. When she was number one contender, they scheduled a match for Baker versus Statlander for a number one contendership. It's just, I I don't know, I'm finding it a bit convoluted, and sports isn't supposed to be convoluted. There are clear rules and clear markers, and I don't know, yeah, fixtures. I suppose I'm now thinking Japanese NJPW there. It's very clear. It's set out. Um, And that's my major thing. I get a bit frustrated with that because I'm hoping it's going to improve.
0: I mean, 100% agree with you. Honestly, I think, why? The reason I put that uh, note about the initial push is that it feels like yes. that push had sort of uh, filtered, fizzled out a little bit at the end. Like
1: there. the tag the tag tournament felt very sports. That was that's you know that's how sports work. Knockout
0: tournament. It felt like almost uh, one could argue it felt like the height of their sports centric journey, and yeah, it's yeah, sort absolutely. of been maybe blah, 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 dribbling out a little bit after that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, there is this weird thing about how. They wanted to be a league. They wanted to be presented Mm -hmm. as sports oriented. Uh, However, you know, like you said, Hukarashita is number one uh, a couple weeks ago, and then now she's no longer number one. Uh, She all of a sudden she's she loses. She's out. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think part of that is that to I I guess to play devil's advocate, I think part of that is you know they're still throwing in new. P- roster members.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's so... been there was like I heard rumors about they they signed Statlander by giving her assurances that she was going to be, you know, um, pushed, and they wanted they they convinced her to sign by saying they wanted her to be a centerpiece of their women's division and that. So you're you're probably right. It's probably a lot to do with that.
0: But even in the kayfabe of it, uh, the kayfabe of it, uh, we don't know. I guess because Kat, Chris Statlander to be to be the example, Chris, we don't know how good Chris Statlander mm-hmm. is.
1: Don't get she, me wrong; she looks she looks good. She looks very good.
0: Oh um, yeah, what I'm trying to say is that like we don't know how how great of a wrestler she is. So when she's mm-hmm. new, and she starts climbing the rankings, it's like it seems yeah. weird because Yukarashi does like that should be number one. But then you know yeah. she gets a win over Sheeta, and then it's Point. like okay, what okay. Yeah.
1: My issue with it is that I I didn't really feel like she had climbed the rankings. Like, when she was, when she was, was she second before she beat Baker? Like, she'd only won one match.
0: Looking at it now, she was uh, second when she beat Baker. Um, Baker was number one, even though Baker hasn't wrestled in weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. Baker is four and two. Chris was two and
1: oh. And Uh, Baker jumped... I'm being very negative. Sorry, Hey, <laughs> hey we're in the low
0: light section.
1: Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be stretching for quite some time. Um, Jake Baker Baker seemed to jump Shida for no apparent reason. They were on. They had very similar statistics, and Shida had a win over Baker, and Baker jumped Shida Despite for no not other
0: wrestling. In
1: yeah, health. yeah, exactly. For no other reason than they wanted her to face Statlander. It's, that's that's the that's you know that's um. That's convoluted, whisper it quietly, but WWE kind of s- things you. around. How dare you, sir? <laughs> well, that's maybe an no exaggeration. There was, no, there was no authority figure just deciding for the sake of it. But
0: you Well, know, I mean, it. sorry, uh, but to go back to it, remember the last time you and I talked about this was... Ah. Uh, was around like the first time the rankings came out, and we all of a sudden Emmy Sakura is like number one.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, That, yeah, that was good old days. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: this is what I mean. Like, I I don't understand why they can't say, um, in in four weeks' time, whoever's top will be the number one contender, and there's like a, I don't know, like a king of the mountain type scramble to be top of the mountain come that week, and and like stuff like that is easy.
0: Hold, hold on i'm just going to take a quick pause real quickly so we we i just so we just said that uh that we felt that like the height of the initial sports push mm-hmm. was around that tournament right yeah around that tournament we uh, bring you on the system check we sort of talk about it but also that happened to be the first week or whatever first or second week of the rankings right
1: yeah something like that yeah
0: and then we said after the tournament it started dribble down, which happened to be I do you think I don't want to say there's a correlation, but do you think that like since announcing the rankings, like that might have been an issue about why we felt that like the sports sportsiness has gone down? Like we we're looking at like Emmy Sakura's number one, that's weird, or Hikaru Shida's number one. And now all of a sudden, Britt Baker's, despite not wrestling, she's number one. Like, do you think it's like publishing those rankings actually have hurt AEW in terms of that sports centric outlook? Um,
1: maybe. I don't think it's a very bold
0: pitch. I I
1: don't think it should have. I don't. I don't think they're too difficult to manage. Uh, It's 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 as if it's it's like when WWE came out with their. Was it SmackDown SmackDown 10? Whatever that was a couple of years ago.
0: 10 or whatever. Yeah.
1: And it was just like, the reasons why people were in certain positions weren't very clear. They didn't make a huge amount of sense. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it's like, it's like AEW have done that, but they're trying harder to justify it.
0: Yeah. It's their And even then their justifications are like, that doesn't make any sense. I could maybe follow the logic, but... You know, and I, I think they gave themselves that out when, you know, Cody and all these interviews are stating that the rankings are put together by like you know co- like college football. Yes, yes. They gave themselves uh-huh. an out where just people are deciding that this is who is ranked.
1: But for me, I don't know if it's just my own OCD about these things, but that's not really how sports work. When it's like the top division, you you have to win.
0: Yeah, and even then, in college football these are teams that have been around for decades right these uh-huh. are teams that have
1: so i don't know about college football but i would guess that all those things are based off results
0: yeah seemingly people vote like oh well this person i, I mean it's all still a little bit subjective based <clears> on <throat> how i understand it college football standings are t- tallyated through like um, um uh, voting system or whatever emails or whatever sent out to specific yeah. media people those people vote on who they believe um is ranked where average mm-hmm. out those numbers wherever. and there we go okay um to my understanding but yeah, even then it's like you know i i don't know maybe that's just that, that's the whole thing is that like we the maybe it's a mixture of expectations what we were looking at individually or what the wrestling universe the fandom was looking at, at on the scale um our expectations all seem to have been different than what AEW has been putting out in terms of that sports ranking system. Yeah. For,
1: for me, for me, um, there's, there's kind of AEW pre full gear and AEW post full gear. I would say that b- before full gear, it, it was a great show. It's really good. It was really engaging things more or less made sense to mm-hmm. a point. Um, I, I think the kind okay. of post full gear, it's been very, I don't know, strung out. It's not made a huge amount of sense. Um, they things haven't really grabbed the fans in the same kind of way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think they're struggling, and maybe it's because they're they don't I don't know they haven't had things to aim for, or their plans are too long. I don't know, too long term, or they're not. Um, or so maybe teething problems
0: yeah i mean it's I, and at the same time like you said uh kind of all of these things have been centered around the end of the honeymoon period it feels mm-hmm. yeah 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 definitely um and that's a great point uh you know talking about long-term booking uh, there's definitely there was definitely an idea that i've had expectations going into it, where it was like you know it's going to be kind of like new japan where there's going to have very long that's perhaps an issue yeah very long drawn out sort of stories and the problem is is that new japan doesn't have weekly tv mm-hmm. that are able to do these longer stories definitely. Yeah, where, definitely. where i think wwe can have long stories but it only feels like a couple months because you know after a couple of weeks of seeing them fight and about the similar things, yeah, yeah, it only goes so far,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, it's difficult. Um, I, I, I also think NXT is doing a far, far better job of what it, it's almost as if AW is like, we are going to be this sports centric approach, we're gonna treat you like adults, uh, we're gonna treat you like you're intelligent, and then. NXT if there's a line that they use that's like they, they call themselves the real alternative and they got like slated for it so that's you putting down Raw and SmackDown that's your own product blah 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 but then I don't know for me that's wrong true Um the the, the NXT show this year was far it felt to me far more like a, a competitive sports based thing than, than this week's AEW did that's true that's
0: true yeah i mean yeah it's like i think that's the common issue that we're everyone's i feels like everyone in the fandom has been feeling or world i should stop saying fandom that seems very like brand <laughs> brandy i don't know if i like that but just in the world uh, the people watching aew it feels like a lot of it's just like you know uh i uh to to quote the the great demigod that is dave meltzer um uh, a little inside joke uh the he what was it a- NXT has become what AEW wanted to be to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, and I I, um, I do agree with that to a certain extent. You know it it NXT has felt to be more sp- in ring centric. We're talking we're telling the the stories in the matches, and when someone gets pushed, you feel the push happening. We're here; it's like they're still establishing, they're still getting their footing. And I think the honeymoon phase has run up where it maybe they're still trying to establish and get their footing. I mean, I mean, we can talk about the women's division all they want, but it's been clear that the person that ran the women's division had changed during this whole process. Um, it's clear that I would argue the loss of people like Kylie Ray, who is probably going to be mm. a cornerstone in the division, that probably threw them for a loop.
1: Yeah, I do. Which is another low she, light. The loss of
0: Kylie Ray. Greatly missed yes. it.
1: And no, I I do wonder if she was going to get rehost spot.
0: That's fair. Is
1: she I don't know. If that's something. Um yeah. it's interesting that you were talking about the way that um, NXT are putting on matches. NXT also put on somewhat long competitive matches. I was really disappointed at the end of this week's um a W because like I, I've absolutely loved the the Dark Order and um, videos, but when the Young Bucks versus SCU, I, I was going to say cut short, but it wasn't cut short because that's what they planned. But it, I was really excited for that match, and then it was it was just over, and it was quite short, and I didn't feel like they got into it, and they they cut short the Young Bucks versus SCU for the tag titles, for the Dark Order. And I don't know if it, that's that's not that's not what I want. I want to see the the really, really good matches that they've built up to rather than angles at the end of shows. Mm-hmm.
0: Do we have a do we have a timetable on that uh, that number? I'm trying to I'm trying to see how long SDU Young Bucks matches.
1: Um it was I've got it written down here somewhere. Um Young Bucks. Versus SCU was 10 minutes and 50 seconds, which is not very long.
0: 10 minute match for a title match. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, and I,
1: for comparison, Balor versus Cole was 15 minutes and 16 seconds.
0: Extra. I mean, a lot can happen in five minutes.
1: Yeah. And I think 15 minutes for the main event of a television show is good. You could argue that Young Books versus SCU for the titles and Young books first title shot could go twenty minutes. Never mind ten.
0: I, I'm, I'm. The more I think about all these things with AEW, maybe, maybe we should move on to another segment. But I, I want to hear just a little bit longer. Negative. <laughs> negative. Nancy's. <over> here. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to get called out for on Twitter. Uh, uh, it's just there's also this thing, there's a couple of things, right? There's a, a, a bunch of scenarios are happening in play all the time, but there's this also this other angle of it being like, well, AEW in, in terms of their quality of matches, I would argue are consistently good to great. I think mm-hmm. most of the matches in AEW have been phenomenal and the, the work rate I should be uh, acknowledging has been great. Um, but when you get too much great, it starts becoming good and then it's dropping down a little bit because we start getting used to like, this is what it is. They have all been very short. Exactly. And I, I I was also about to say that like, you know, I think maybe I like them doing multiple rivalries at once with some of the top stars. Uh, yeah that's that's definitely a highlight but i think a low light negativity that does that is we don't get to maybe focus and uh and fall into a rivalry fully because one week we're feuding with mgf the next yeah. week we're feuding with butcher and the blade
1: yes yes
0: next week yeah. we darby <laughs>
1: I I do wonder if as they I, I I think they will as they get closer to revolution. I think it'll probably be, become more focused again.
0: Which I agree. Which I agree. I think that's mm-hmm. those extra storylines and stuff are a way to get us through all these things. Yeah, and it, to and to be fair, we've had years of WWE television telling us like this is how it should be done. And you know, I would say New oh, Japan. Oh yeah, what
1: well, what well, AEW should really do is start having more title match signings. I'd really pick up the program,
0: yeah. and then you sort of could
1: get power bombed through the table. To end that, it
0: that's what I'm party. saying. Now we're talking. Yeah, that's like, it. You know, that's, that's that's the solution. We need more gimmicks. <laughs> we need. Oh, we, yes. we need revolution. Needs to be all Texas death matches. 100%. Chris Statlander versus Awesome Kong with a uh, knife on the pole match, where first person gets it uh, and cut off the other person's hair. Good. <laughs> It, See, it writes itself <laughs> it writes itself honestly but you know I, we should we should say we still no I, I, I do know what you story. mean
1: and when you're when you're saying about like the all the mixed up storylines i mean it does make sense when um when the dark order attacking people in the ring like all their pals start running down to help them out in you know in wwe those people are too busy you know drinking coffee or whatever backstage um just so that the the baby faces can get can get
0: um beat down yeah I, I was talking to my girlfriend when we were watching that moment with Dark War mm-hmm. beating down uh young bucks and scu and whoever else um at the end, which you were just like, you know storyline wise booking wise legitimately, it kind of makes sense, right uh-huh. like for me, like it it makes sense, you know we've been building up these guys for however many weeks. They're also a tag team. Let's have a big debut. Attack, mm. you know, Young Bucks to attack SCU and just acknowledge people. And we're like, but the crowd wasn't into it. It lasted way too long. Yeah, uh, um,
1: I just wanted to see the match. Just wanted to see the wrestling match.
0: Exactly. I, I think if it was like if they did that to Young Bucks, if they maybe just did that to the Young Bucks. After the death match, maybe that would have been good, and then go into mm. this match. Maybe. Know, yeah, maybe. I, to be I, fair, I think though,
1: it um, did. It did give us another one of Kenny Omega's amazing running down the ramp knees.
0: That camera, that camera guy just barely got it. Oh,
1: he absolutely killed that creeper.
0: Just camera guys like oh, running, running, running. Oh my god! <laughs> <Just broke quickly. laughs> Uh, but yeah, well let's let's keep, let's move on. We'll, we'll stay. We'll, we can do a whole podcast about some low lights about AEW. Well, it's, too, it's too easy to focus on the negative, so let's focus on something else. Uh, what are what are some surprising moments? These aren't necessarily high or lows, but just real quickly, what are some surprising moments from the past year? You know, things you didn't expect to see happen. For me personally, one hundred percent did not expect to see Jungle Boy just winless. Uh, yeah. Honestly. Totally uh winless. zero eight and one is his overall mm-hmm. record uh you know some someone that was pushed in terms of marketing and 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 showing off to uh different you know different people about like oh this is who we are and a guy who yeah. was there when the aew world title belt was shown off Uh same thing think of jimmy havoc whatever happened to that guy oh yeah uh, yeah he
1: was there too he's gone the same way
0: yeah, it's just like, whatever, you know, what's, what's happening with these guys? Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it just feels like that was a big surprise. I guess sort of, a, maybe I'm still focusing on the negative, but that was a surprising <laughs> thing. I wasn't, I was expecting Jungle Boy to be this low, personally. Uh, Craig, what about you?
1: Um, Cody losing, uh, Cody doing that stipulation was out of the blue. That was, that was huge. Uh, now not being allowed to challenge for uh, allegedly forevermore. Um, yeah, that's that was that was a, on the, you know when he picked up that microphone, I don't think anybody saw that coming.
0: No, no, I, I. It was such a big chip to throw down, and you know, then then losing the match, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, really absolutely. was a big surprise. It really, yeah, it really massive. cemented Jericho as well as AEW champion. I feel like.
1: Yeah, it did, and it, um, it. It's also such a rich storytelling tool now. Um, I don't think many people believe it's actually going to happen that he's never going to challenge again.
0: I think, I think. I do think that's like partly the WWE methodology about going back on those things all the time. True. Yeah. And also, the, we talked about the issues about the rate of storytelling having weekly TV versus you know bi-weekly sort of new japan style is like Uh it might come up faster um but no i I think though i say stick to it there's no reason it 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 takes away there's no reason to do it because it takes away um the idea that it takes away one big person to knock off jericho the and I, what I, mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like the possibilities that it could be Darby or someone else like Pac or whatever uh-huh. are what bigger because two that one, the one big fish is out of the pond completely.
1: Well, what about two years time when it's MJF as
0: champion? Oh, I 100% if, if MJF becomes AEW champion, I 100% believe that the storyline will be I want to challenge Cody. I don't give a crap about what he thinks because he's an idiot. I'm better than him. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's the yeah other possibility.
0: Yeah, but then MJF taking off of Jericho that feels weird. There's got to be we got. Time. Well, I'm
1: th- I'm thinking longer. I think there's I suppose there's two or three, in, perhaps in there before.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, other surprises for you. Uh, one for me is I, honestly the surprise of Butcher and the Blade showing up. Did not expect uh-huh. it. I liked it uh I'm a big fan of their independent wrestling, uh big fan of who they are as a tag team. Uh, and seeing them was a big big pop uh for old Ryan over here.
1: Mm, I I don't I didn't know them at all.
0: Here's a here's a question for you, Craig. Uh and it's a question I asked my co-host on Hit the Books frequently uh, when we started out was how much uh independent wrestling do you follow? What what sort of wrestling do you follow, Craig? um so i
1: my my favorite's new japan um that's never lets you down um nxt so it's new japan nxt new japan
0: always there to help you
1: and <laughs> um, nxt aw and i've just gotten really into nwa over the last few weeks um, i right. i kind of watch i watch impact like youtube highlights but that's really about it
0: Man, next time, ne- Nick, this is what we gotta do, Craig. You gotta come over down to Atlanta. We'll go <laughs> to the next, not not the oh, January really? tapings. We'll go in like February, March, whenever they do the next one. Come down to Atlanta. We'll house you. We'll go to the pay per views and all the tapings.
1: Only if Aaron Stevens is there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aaron Stevens and his uh, pale tan looking
1: <laughs> Yes, it's an odd look. It's a very odd look.
0: I don't know what What was the idea. I mean, that's such a, I don't know. It's such heel heat for me personally.
1: <laughs> He's amazing though. Like he, he, he was hiding behind a Christmas tree like a child and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was fantastic.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I love NWA. Anyways, AEW. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh other other big surprises any any other surprises? I know we kind of covered a little bit of the bases but any big surprises you can think
1: um of. I had one I've forgotten it that's good good radio um what was it that was really bad um dark dark has been really really good Um, I've actually really liked dark as they tend to have one really good match every week perhaps better than the kind of stuff they've been putting on the actual Dynamite
0: Yeah, if you want some really solid, you know, wrestling you know, what, what is nice about Dark is that it's sort of semi-storyline free Yeah So if you yeah, just want to watch some wrestling mm-hmm. put on Yeah, some absolutely Dark, Skip over the commercials and just watch 30 minutes of wrestling
1: Yeah, there's a bit of, there's a bit of highlights for Dynamite, but apart from that it's really good
0: yeah, that's a, a, a 100% agree. Well, let's keep moving along. Let's keep let's. What else we got talking about on this uh, show? So, uh, we're talking about some of the the year in review, and obviously this show is partly uh, or mainly, I guess, an analytics numbers staff show. But yes. uh, what what are some of the what of as you can see it? If you can analyze it, what are some of the numbers? What what sort of the stories that the numbers have been telling us? Um, in your opinion, Craig um very well
1: the the biggest the biggest kind of gaps when you actually put the numbers together and compile it like a league um i suppose one could could call it a wrestling league um is that SCU are running away with the tag division
0: <laughs> i was i almost i was i was taking a sip of water and no. <laughs> it was, was splurted out my nose oh my god anyways you were saying <laughs>
1: So yeah, um so I do a, a plus one minus one system, plus one for a win, minus one for a loss. Um so if you win two matches, lose two matches, you have zero. So SCU, nine matches, um, seven wins, two losses. So they're on plus five. There are five tag teams behind them, um all on plus one. So there's a, they're being booked as the kind of kings of the tag team division at the moment
0: um same thing same thing with me i was you know i'm doing the ocelot ranking system mm-hmm. same sort of situation is that what the what Oslot shows greatly is the booking style uh, or, how, yes. or you can see who's getting pushed um and yeah. scu they're just dominating uh what, 60 points higher than the second place team reho okay. 40 points higher than second place Jericho, yeah she's 20. been out there for a while reho and should be said, uh, listeners at home, if you want to follow uh, uh, what Craig's been doing, then go to prowrestlingsmusings.com. He has all those uh, you know, stats and records that he's been following posted there. So definitely recommend checking it out. Quick, yeah, little, yeah, plug. Throw, throw quick <laughs> <Brilliant>. little plug. Thanks. Throw a quick little plug. But what, yeah. What's, uh, um,
1: what's interesting about Riho is she was like, she was like, I think this is part of my issue with the women's division. She was like um, SCU. She was way ahead. Um, but she's not wrestled a match since Full Gear, and mm-hmm. she's still comfortably ahead. Um, yeah. They haven't, they haven't really, they they don't out with their champions. They haven't really built up anyone in a sustained way except for John Moxley.
0: Yeah, I, it, it's interesting. Uh, you would, and I would think that, let's just say, completely, this isn't based on anything, but like. You know, Riho, someone to go up and be able to seem like a credible challenger, someone needs to get a lot of back-to-back wins. And maybe that person is Chris Statlander, but then even then, she's brand new. So it's like... Yeah, they're, they're hot-shotting. Like. And also brand new in the sense that she had two losses before she mm-hmm. went on this three-match streak. Hot-shotting. Shi- hot so, so, I think
1: it's just two. Sorry to correct, but I think it's just two.
0: I'll, I'll inverse correct wasn't it wasn't it hukara Shida, b Priestley, and now brett baker oh yeah oh dear
1: oops oh no oh, right. my my stats definitely are not wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to check out not wrong stats go to pro <laughs> uh for all that you're all you're wrong anymore <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but, uh, you know, hot-shotting, great way of, to put uh, that sort of that sort of spin on it. it. It definitely does that. But, like, yeah, like you said, Riho is someone that is so far ahead. You know, yes. we're still... No one in the women's division feels mm-hmm. like a real credible challenger, whereas John Moxley feels like a credible challenger right now. He's been getting these wins over um, Spears, Janella... Alex Reynolds I guess. Um Omega um getting these wins. Despite a lot of those wins being unsanctioned, wins wins still happen. Yeah, I
1: I've, I've just been counting the unsanctioned stuff cuz it's like Me it's too. still it's, hard it's still it's still a push. It's, I I I don't like the unsanctioned thing.
0: Um but yeah, and, and you know SCU, uh young bucks have felt like a little bit of credit, credible people, you know, picking up a couple yeah, wins here. They're quite there. high. Yeah. Young but but also same like you said, a lot of people having plus 1. The tag team division feels the tag team division most feels like new Japan to me in okay. the sense that everyone sort of feels um I'm gonna steal this uh from one of my favorite shows Super J Cast, but everyone sort of feels like they're on the burner. They're all sort of like simmering on the burner and every once in a while someone gets heated up. Yes. And gets, yes. It Goes up. Yeah. Um, and that's what the tag team division feels. the The women's division it feels like not many people are on the burner. we just or simmering. We're just, we're simmering. No, we're just, we're just like throwing some people in real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, and men's division, it's you know sort of you know, it's a bigger division, harder to tell. But even that, yeah, it doesn't that's really that's like more interesting
1: because like they 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 looked like they were heating up. Um, Sean Spears again. He was. The graphic that they had up when he was coming out last week said that he'd won four singles matches in a row.
0: Which was correct. Um,
1: but he was coming out for a tag team match, which was yep. odd.
0: And and based on that tag match and a, a promo package, uh, he's apparently yeah, looking he's to go into the, the tag, tag division.
1: division. Yeah, which is confusing.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what's happening there uh, or who his partner is going to eventually be. I feel like at this rate it's probably Joey Janella, but that's my WWE brain. It should
1: just be Tully. It should just be Tully.
0: It should be Tessa. Oh no no
1: it should be Tully that what the brilliant story. So he should just keep losing and keep losing they can't find the partner so Tully does it and then they win the tag team titles.
0: That would be great. That's
1: that's what they would do if it was WWE.
0: Who would be so we're talking four horsemen. Who would be the Arn Anderson equivalent? Maybe not just in AEW, but maybe you know across the world and thinking who would be the person that could be the Arn Anderson of that maybe that Four Horsemen, Sean Spears stable?
1: Brody Lee. On top Ooh.
0: Of- or what about what about Harper though? What about what about Harper? That's a great idea, Brody Lee. I like that.
1: She's a bit kind of big. He's so he's big <laughs> good he, analysis big he, <laughs> he
0: he is he is big he is a he's, he's got a lot of that southern style in him mm. um he actually would be pretty good and that would be a great way to introduce him also a bit, i like a bit wwe
1: the, though what's that it's wwe it's harper it's um harper and dillinger
0: yeah, I was about to say, I was like, uh, it feels like the Four Horsemen might just be like, these are all the WWE yes. rejects. I can't <laughs> the, the, wait for oh, well, there you, Cara to show no, up.
1: You, no, no, what you do is you then put them with the revival. Because they're very Four Horsemen.
0: Man, Craig, you say that, but like legitimately, that's, though. That's it's what a great WWE idea. would do. <laughs> but but th- that's actually a good idea, though. That's right? an
1: interesting dynamic, though. That's That's almost like. NWO type stuff.
0: Yeah, you got Revival, Spears, and Brody Lee all backed yeah. by Tully Blanchard. Oh
1: God, they should do that. That's great. <laughs> like,
0: I know it's a very I, WWE thing or WCW. I, I, I guess it would well, work. It
1: would. It would work though, because they. It, they obviously wouldn't be like as dominant as NWO. It could be like a upper mid card stable that like beats up Joy Janela and might win the tag team titles it doesn't need to be you know full hollywood hulk hogan taking over the books
0: I mean, you're you're telling sean spears is gonna be taken over aew no yeah <laughs> that nonsense no that's yeah that's, i I mean i don't want a fantasy book on this podcast that's a different show but <laughs> holy crap i mean legitimately i'm, I'm on board with that one <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. anyways, anyways uh, that, that's my surprising moment of the year. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah, we're full of tangents. That's fine. I like tangents. Uh, I like getting to know what our thoughts are. But yeah, uh, so stories and numbers have been telling us. What are some of the uh, key wrestlers? We talk about Jericho, talk about Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the key wrestlers, tag teams, women's wrestlers that you have felt have sort of been the defining moments of this, these divisions?
1: Tessa Blanchard
0: ooh uh, of, <laughs> so of site AEW site I
1: well the, are, surely... you, are you
0: suggesting that we ha- introduce in this four horsemen stable introduce <laughs> Tessa Blanchard as well
1: <laughs> a literal Blanchard um, sh- uh, surely surely she has to be number one or number two on if you could bring in anybody to that company to sort out a few of the problems
0: mm-hmm it does feel like we're missing a female Jericho or female yes. Cody, female Young Bucks, female something like a bit what I'm trying to say is a female star.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think they want it to be Statlander. I would agree. Blanchard but, would be guarantee. guarantee.
0: Bl- yeah, you could build one, but mm-hmm. there's only one diamond in the rough, right?
1: Well, she's she's you know, potential megastar type person and there there aren't that many of them around.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, but I, I
1: in, think... in terms in terms of the actual the actual country, company, the kind of key key player in that company is it's the it's the guy that you've already spoken about. It's it's Chris Jericho. Like you said, he's elevated things. He's you know, like he's made he's made Sammy Guevara. He's Given people great feuds um
0: he just hes elevated he just... so many people
1: yeah he's like 48 years old and this new company that said they're going to be different and build new stars put the title on a 48 year old and it was perfect
0: yeah i 100 agree it they jericho has been a phenomenal person a phenomenal phenomenal cornerstone in all the ah. wrestling
1: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. He's. He's. Um, they. They just. They just put him out. Give him a microphone. Send him out. And he makes something happen. And um, yeah, he's done it for Jungle Boy. He did it for Darby Allen. Um, he'll. He did it for Scorpio. Scorpio Sky. Um, seems easy to him. It's brilliant.
0: Who is the next person for Jericho to have these individual uh, elevate the stars tour match?
1: In in a different kind of way will probably be Moxley. And I think Moxley needs less of that, but I think he he's he's on his way up and he'll probably get there regardless. But
0: but that's but that's probably the pay-per-view match, right? Who's you the T V so? who's the TV Jeremy? Oh, so far it's
1: been Heel Face. Um, can, I,
0: can I throw at you one name? hmm Orange Cassidy.
1: Orange Cassidy. <laughs> That would be, ent- I, I would love to see how Jericho would interact with Orange Cassidy. That would be fascinating.
0: I, I think, I mean, Trent is also a great choice, but I think, you know, mm. if we we're going to go yeah, full. I'm less interested in
1: him. Orange Cassidy would be, that's a great shout. I wouldn't have even thought of putting him in there. It it would work for a kind of, he's not going to win, but it's going to be really entertaining.
0: I think it's a great if we call back to the Scorpio Sky promo mm-hmm. where they almost like tricked Jericho yeah, into yeah. a catch, I oh, think this is what really they should more... Done. Yeah. Who, this be really gonna... more Jericho talking to himself, uh-huh. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, oh, uh, and Scorpio. Oh, like, Scorpio.
1: Well, I... No, Scorpio. Sorry. Excited. Orange Sky gets his sunglasses knocked off. So he takes Jericho's and puts them on. It's simple, oh. but the crowd would go absolutely crazy. Oh
0: my god! But just make it a street fight. Then, then, then someone's already in jeans. Uh, that's <laughs> perfect. I, I like just make it like an I quit match or something. Like make it insane. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just want to see Jericho bubble into a fervor over, like, oh, you think you're so cool? Think you're so smart? Yep. <laughs> Uh well you're, you're your name's orange what you like orange juice or something sure <laughs> well i think well, gold is a, gold is a better color than orange nah <laughs> just like just, and yeah. is getting angry and, angry and angrier that's yeah,
1: what i no, like. Jer- jericho can bounce off anyone so bouncing off him is that's, yeah it's good
0: bouncing um, on himself
1: yeah the one the one that, that i would like would be Ray phoenix but he might not even need
0: Jericho for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ray Phoenix the dynamic is someone maybe
1: that... doesn't work. He's just the guy that I would like elevated.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, trying th- I'm trying to look over the, the roster and there's really not many other guys it feels like. I mean, maybe Shima, you know, maybe. just do a little yeah. bit of that legend versus legend
1: and has not really been a person that...
0: Luchasaurus maybe doesn't
1: need it. You can maybe argue the same Dustin. thing about Orange Cassidy.
0: Dustin then. would be interesting. Dustin's not
1: bad. Not exactly a young upper and up-and-comer, but...
0: Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, though.
1: <laughs> yes, no, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold in Orange Cassidy. Just for the sunglasses yep. spot.
0: I'm looking at yeah, those fields, but who knows? Who knows what they have in thinking? <laughs> who has been the key member of? We, we're talking about maybe the, the lacklusterness of the division as well. Who has been some of the key figures or key members uh, of the women's division? Do you, in your opinion?
1: I I really like Hikaru Shida. I think she's great. Um, I'm disappointed that she seems to have been brushed to the
0: side. Agree. I I think. I think it's you're right. Uh, Hikaru Shida is someone that feels like she should be the star, mm-hmm. right? Her but does Priestley.
1: I, I'm assuming they can't get B Priestley over enough, like over to the country enough from Japan because she is outstanding.
0: Yet they bring her over for dark and all these things. Yeah. Like, they just bring her over yeah. for dark matches. Strange. I feel like, I feel like well, partly I had the theory about the B Priestley thing. And my theory, I said this on a previous episode, but my theory mm-hmm. was that like B Priestley probably wasn't meant to be around this often. Okay. Um, uh-huh. But with the whole concussion angle, they went with it, they went with the story that was being told because it was like the concussion happened and then we really had and the fans made the rivalry happen that's my theory that's my that's my grand old theory about that possibly it yeah, could definitely be but to go back to the women's division it it like we said is like it's tough that you know riho doesn't necessarily feel maybe like the biggest star the biggest key member despite being the champion being so i guess you could say dominant as the champion um yeah no, it doesn't to me like to me it doesn't again, it doesn't feel like there's a key person but i i i
1: think i think she did or she certainly did to me i i felt like she she, she just i mean she just kept winning and she was a good wrestler and i'm, I'm already talking past sense because she's not been there for for a long time i think that's i don't know i i feel like she was credible um as a champion until she disappeared.
0: Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like, back to the low light, definitely feel like my situation really, and then also uh, uh, maybe allegedly the apparent transferring of running the women's division.
1: So, what, those what was two that? Things I I'm not, who really, who transferred to
0: understanding into the belief of many. Um, mm-hmm. It was said originally by Brandy that she was the head of the women's division. Yes. Then time passes and then it sort of has come out that Kenny Omega is the is running the women's division. Okay. So I thought so I the, thought it was both belief,
1: of them at the start. That, it that could was have maybe been just my assumption.
0: It could have been Yeah, I mean I don't know. It's all, you know, these are also just in yeah. interviews and sort of things. So maybe the wording is bad, but uh, that's to my knowledge. It's Brandy may have been running it. Kenny may have been like being the coach, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but it, it definitely feels like a shift has happened. We're getting these different wrestlers, you know, say the Gibbs, someone that was hyped up has been not disappeared. There. Yeah. Uh but also according to what I saw of her in Dark, the only wrestler that has had her match edited um in A.E.W. Dark. So Sadie Gibbs apparently not ready. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening.
1: What what sorry her match was edited?
0: Yeah, um back in whatever AEW Dark it was, what yeah. it was, Sadie Gibbs had it was a tag match. And a fatal four-way match. Sadie Gibbs had two matches and two separate AEW dark matches. Um, and maybe I can notice it better because I'm like from the film background <laughs> sort of thing. So I, whenever I see a poor edit, it annoys the crap oh, out of yeah, me. Yeah. But there, you could see there's moments in the matches where it's like a, a move is about to happen. We cut to the audience. We cut back. Oh, the move is right. over. The move has happened. The move is passed. Oh, okay. Moves on to something else.
1: Right. So yeah. she'd she'd messed up or something.
0: Presumably, presumably, I okay. do yeah, not yeah. their live, so who knows? But yeah,
1: of course, they do like me, to cut to the crowd as well.
0: Yeah, why cut to the crowd during the middle of a move? That never happened, Yeah, happens, yeah,
1: honestly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's uh, interesting.
1: And she's been she's disappeared for a while as well.
0: Yeah, I guess she's come back <laughs> with this whole Chris Statlander thing. Maybe, maybe we're getting a tag match. Uh, I don't know. Also, whatever happened to Bra- is Brandy and. A question for you, and maybe we can talk about this in terms of our rankings as well. Do you feel that Ali and Brandy are still wrestling for AEW? Or are they just like managers fully now?
1: Um Well Brandy Brandy's only ever had that one match way back against Ali. Was that against Ali? I think it was. Correct. Um, on one of those shows, and um, you know, the kind of pay-per-views before it all started. Mm-hmm. Um Ali again have kind of been wrestling those kind of matches. She's wrestled six matches actually, which is, a, you know, it's quite high up there in terms of the women. I believe um,
0: yeah, I believe she had a, you know, a couple matches and then a couple dark matches as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I I don't know why they've got rid of her. She she seemed quite good. Um, Brandy wasn't received well after. The match against Ali, I think it was against Ali. Um, yes, it was. And she also appeared in a battle royale, I think.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. that whatever that battle royale was.
1: The yeah, the cards one, um, casino battle royale.
0: Yeah, but I was just wondering, like, are they is is Brandy and now not, the bunny? I, I are suppose
1: they... the answer is not at the moment, but yeah, um, but I guess I, they always I would, have
0: those stats at the ready.
1: Yeah, I would, I would like to see Ali wrestling again. Um,
0: yeah, so let's talk improvements for the future we talked about a lot of the highlights to low lights everything in the middle um sort of the key members of each roster member who do, what do you think there's some improvements that AEW can do in the next year just
1: do a do a league do a wrestling league. stop <laughs> stop saying stop saying you're doing the league and then like relegating somebody without re- i don't know like
0: i, I to go back to Hono real quickly, to talk about relegations. Mm. I really like the idea of having it having Dark having a little bit of their own roster to a certain extent, like having your cutlers, having your I guess maybe Janelle's nobody would, people...
1: Nobody would watch it might be the issue. I like the idea. But I don't but, think people would watch it.
0: But what if it was, you know, we're talking we're talking European football here. Mm-hmm, what if it yeah. was like a relegation league where it's if you pick up mm-hmm. enough wins? Yeah, yeah. You go up to the main show.
1: Yeah. And then if you if you uh,
0: lose a lot, you get relegated down.
1: They could do that. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd have it on Dark because I think they're using Dark almost like a training ground. So like Kenny Omega goes and has goes and has some good matches. And I think they're just using it to kind of get get the reps in kind of thing. And I quite like it because you see you see really good matches every now and again and it's like what you were saying before it's just a match Um, and but i I like the relegation idea you could you could just have that on the tv program as well like sean spears wrestling joey janela to get promoted per se
0: it's definitely a storyline
1: opportunity yes it's it is a storyline and that i suppose i suppose that's the thing like um the the g1 does it all the time that you Mm -hmm. need to win this match to to keep up with the pack. You need to win this match to have any chance of winning the, the tournament. It's simple, it's simple stuff and it's it's really engaging. Um,
0: yeah, I'm just I guess I'm just trying to find ways to care about Brayden Cutler and QT Marshall.
1: <laughs> oh QT Marshall's great that. Oh that, yeah, like, that, I mean, that's
0: fair. <laughs> floppy,
1: that just... floppy rolling dive thing that he did over the rope was,
0: it was like a weird was Sasuke special kind of.
1: <laughs> it was like he was like, I can get over that rope and just kind of date. he was surprised <laughs> too
0: <laughs> yeah I, yeah maybe it's just something to figure out uh, other improvements what, what other improvements that we could do if you were given uh thrown back to again hit the books we well, just i'm just gonna throw in plugs all over the place um <laughs> but if you were given the book if you were given whatever what would you do you talk about a league maybe focusing more on that sports centric thing what would you maybe do to do sort of those things, more tournaments relegation leagues um or some things that you yourself would probably focus on
1: do you know what any of those things any anything that's like organized where the rules are clear and there's like like i don't know like start dates and end dates and like the tag tournament was great you know it was happening you win you go through you lose you're out and those are the stakes um you know Win this match, or you get relegated, and you won't get a chance next season of earning a championship match. Great, great, great! It's a simple story. It doesn't need to be um, a cult thing, you know,
0: uh, or, a <laughs> or a collective, or, or a collective, or what's the other one, or a
1: butcher and a, a you know, the letter B, dark <laughs> crew, whatever, you know, whatever they're supposed to be.
0: To to go along with that idea. Um or the idea of there being multiple spooky things, which has been talked to all the time. Yes. But a I, I, I do feel like, and maybe I'm biased because I would love the opportunity to do this, mm. but maybe like, I do feel like there may need to be a head showrunner, a head writer, if this makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, to Coherence. Coherence, but not just coherence, making sure that I want all these wrestlers to do whatever they want to do. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the brand of AEW sort of established itself as is re- being wrestler. Yeah, you, you, need a,
1: you need a balance, I suppose, is maybe what you mean. Like, you can't just have everybody doing whatever they want all the time because it affects other people.
0: You can't have multiple recruitment angles happening at the same time. Yeah. You can't have MGF recruiting BBBs. You can't have Dark Order recruitments. Sean Spears recruiting a tag partner. The
1: Collective. I can't wait until Chris Statlander joins the Dark Order next week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, All hail. Um, (laughs) But you're having multiple recruitments. Sean Spears finding a tag partner. The Collective Mm. trying to get Chris. Multiple things. And to me, it feels like if we're, this is very, very high, not hyperbole, but very, like, un, unbased in anything. But it's like, it feel, to me, it feels like someone had the idea of doing recruitment or this idea, and then, like, everyone else was like, oh, I can maybe do that, too. Or, like, subconsciously, they thought, like, this is what I'm going to do, with My Mike Paris.
1: Like when, when um, Ross gets married on Friends and tries to just steal... Well as a Chandler tries to steal the vows and then Joey's like, oh well, it's fine if he goes first.
0: I, I hate to just... say it, Craig, but I'll I'll take your word for it.
1: Okay, sorry.
0: I've never seen friends.
1: Oh jeez. okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. I've never seen friends.
1: I'm sure somebody on Twitter will be raging about that.
0: Hey, talk to me about how I met your mother, and then we have maybe a podcast.
1: Oh the better version of friends
0: <laughs> well up until the last season
1: up until the last episode which is the worst ending to anything ever god
0: that was so bad i remember i remember watching uh watching that episode as i was getting ready for my day mm. and just sitting there being like this is i think it Ruins was like the everything. first time i i think it was the first time i watched something that was like oh this is actually bad yes yeah. Um anyways speaking Wrestling. of actually <laughs> speaking of actually bad quit at, quit at, I want to be pro wrestler and I like the good ideas but I think it's also okay to have like one central person I don't think it should be Tony I don't think it should be Cody Young Bucks Kenny but just
1: hire a you'd, person you'd think they'd just sit around a table and talk about these things
0: but yeah just have someone that's like a wrestler comes up and says I want to Sean Spears comes up and be like I want to like try to recruit and find a tag partner and be like and that's too similar to Dark Order, kind of what Dark is doing. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or, yeah. Or MJF is sort of stealing the crossroads. Maybe let's not have QT Marshall do a crossroads. Well,
1: yeah, because um, Chris Jericho, can't, oh, he was, I don't know what it was I was listening to, but he was talking about how Private Party came up to him here at the start and um, asked them if they should stop using, apparently they do like a, a double spinning elbow. So kind of like a double Judas effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they set, went to him and said, Should we continue using this? And he was like, Oh, great that you came and spoke to me. That's you know, shows you're respectful, blah blah blah. Perhaps it would be better if you didn't do that one for a while. So
0: yeah,
1: so, yeah I suppose that kind of thing on a bigger level.
0: Yeah, just I think there needs to be a more centralized focus. Uh, yeah. and I hopefully I think that's that's my improvement for the future note, is that like just Focus. I think mm-hmm. your, organization. Organization. Like you want to, you want to be pro wrestler. You want to listen to all the fans. Well, understand that. Don't read all the comments. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Don't focus. Read comments, have right. a direction. You know, there like because there was you know there was the rumor going around that like you know if we're going behind the scenes, there's a rumor going around that uh, AEW had written out like a year's worth of storylines. Right. Mm. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Does it feel like that's the case? I mean, (laughs) no, no, it does not. I mean, in their defense, a lot of things has happened. You know, Kylie ray has gone. Dark order didn't originally get over, um, all these other things.
1: I believe that for like the men's main event picture. Like mm-hmm. you could see the the Cody thing and
0: the Jericho Mox,
1: Moxley and Jericho, you could you could believe it for that. The women's division, I would struggle with that. Even the tag team division, I'm not. Maybe you could. I suppose you could believe it for for them too.
0: Maybe. I would believe it. I would. I would totally believe it. Being like, I mean, I would. I can maybe take the guess that maybe SCU probably weren't supposed to be the original team to okay. win. Uh huh. Uh, I think it could have, I think, you know, looking back on it, maybe it should have, I'll be honest, maybe it should have been the Young Bucks. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it wouldn't have it'd probably been more interesting.
0: Um, You know, to give some more cachet to the Elite. I mean, that's one of my other improvements is build up, you got to build up the Elite a little bit. Jericho is a legend for mm-hmm. 30 plus years. He's built up a lot of, cachet he can burn on Darby, Scorpio, and uh these all these other guys. But the Elite is a new audience to the American audience to a certain extent. Yeah. You can't have them burn all of it on building up new talent when yeah. they haven't earned enough from this new audience.
1: Yeah, I was I was very pro Kenny Omega just winning it straight away. I thought he's he's the huge star, best wrestler in the world. You want to be sports centric. You want to put on great wrestling matches. There's your guy. Um, I, I suppose Chris Jericho's getting really old. And it was their only chance to have him as the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, although Omega's not, you know, he's not that young either.
0: I would I would argue that like if your main audience is like quote unquote returners, mm-hmm. uh, Jericho is a good choice.
1: Yeah, but yeah, absolutely.
0: Saying that Omega. Has to be the next champion,
1: in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a big argument for that. Um, Moxley could possibly do it as well. I think he'd be quite exciting. Um, I think. Yeah. It's
0: true, but then you also then you'll get fans being like, "Oh, it's just XWE yes. guys." Oh, what is this, yes. TNA, yes, of course. <laughs> what we got to do is put Sean Spears and John Moxley together with Brody Lee with the revival, the super group. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, N-W-W-E.
1: Yeah, N W N N W W E O.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, per- that, I think that's I- – I don't know if that wraps it up. <laughs> but I don't know if it should. <laughs> what, what are you most excited about for the future moving forward? Obviously, there aren't a lot of things at stake right now. Of course, we have a couple things announced in terms of the January 1st episode and revolution, but what are some things that you, whether it's rumors, whether it's uh, what you like to see, what is something that will make you excited moving forward?
1: Um, I want to see Kenny Omega as the best wrestler in the world again. That's all I want.
0: That's fair. Well, that's not I mean, all
1: that's... I want, but that, that would be number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that,
0: that's never one with a bullet at the very least.
1: What what would be what would be yours? What's the number one on your AEW wish list?
0: Um, the I, Omega. Some building up the elite elite a little mm. bit more. No, I'll take this all back. My what am I most excited about going forward is attending all elite wrestling Dynamite ah, Live in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> State Farm Arena, February nineteenth.
1: Yeah, that works. That works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, and then and you're excited about them coming to Scotland, is that correct?
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure um, Scotland will be next on the list. Yeah, big right, big right um, after big that. big wrestling country. Big wrestling gear. town, yeah. Edinburgh. Good. Yes.
0: What what's your is there a big sort of stadium that you would definitely have yeah, in yeah. Scotland? Yeah, yeah.
1: There's it's like the fo- football stadiums, there's there's a few venue wouldn't be a problem. It's just people to go i suppose
0: oh. i hope that and they do something. real sort of, cold would they ever do like they could do a uk tour
1: i think the, i think it'll be in london 100 percent, at some point probably next year
0: oh yeah what i mean is like like a uk tour. about, yeah so let's let's go ireland i guess that's not really uk but mm. ireland england scotland i guess northern ireland if you, i should probably say <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably separate the two uh yes
1: people get um, upset about that
0: yes oh god oh god I'm ups- we're upsetting so many people today <laughs> i'll watch friends everybody you know what i'll watch friends
1: I-, I think it's a bit late for that
0: i'm sweating i'm sweating <laughs> out of fear uh awesome well thank you so much for joining us craig uh where can people find you
1: um yeah my bef- uh before mentioned website um It's Objectively, I think it's really good. Check it out. Um, Twitter is just at PW Musings.
0: I I definitely agree with Craig on that one. I, I it's really good. It is a really what Craig has been doing over there has been uh, nothing short of phenomenal, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I he's constantly putting out new articles, new stat updates. Uh, the time it takes uh, that he puts into it is definitely worth the time it takes reading. Um, so definitely check out prowrestlingusings.com. com. Um, for all, even if it's not just like you're you're not a big stats person i think it's you know craig does a great job of analyzing and telling those micro stories i mean that's what made me fall in love with it first so why not check to com? Yeah, i think com it's, I think it's quite that.
1: yeah it's quite visual it's quite visual you don't need to read
0: plus yeah and everybody loves pictures yes <laughs> so pictures if you love pictures uh <laughs> and some words maybe and numbers i guess uh, check out ProWrestlingMusings.com or follow Absolutely. on Twitter at pw musings. Um, but yes, thank you everybody for listening. You can follow us at hit the books Pod on Twitter. Uh, uh, you can subscribe to this feed as well to get more stuff in the future. Uh, it, we got it's a new year's coming up, so of course you can listen to our sister show, brother show, flagship show, hit the books podcast for that realistic fancy booking content. So if you love our Fancy booking ideas of a super group of ex WWE guys. Um, we do, I guess, similar, but maybe better. You only one way to find out, and that's by listening to Hit the Books podcast. Uh, also, in the new year, my co host there, Mikey Manfredi, will be l- watching over the course of 2020, 500 independent wrestling matches. So you can make your recommendations known to him by tweeting hashtag HTB500, as long as it's not WWE new japan or aw mainly because he already watches it um but you can make those independent wrestling matches uh, and tweet hashtag HTP 500 again thank you craig so much for joining us on this episode uh, i love talking to you every time you're on and uh yeah i hope to see everyone around uh for craig i am ryan Knight. see see everyone next week bye